Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 31. We are back for another week of Minecraft goodness, and today's episode is brought to you by TweakedAudio.com, the best earbuds on the market, hands down. Go to TweakedAudio.com, they have a great selection, multiple colors, lifetime warranty, free shipping anywhere in the world. Can't beat it guys, and with the code off the record, all one word, you get 30% off your order. Again, that's TweetAudio.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by RageQuitters.blogspot.com. That's with one T, not two. It's a personal gaming blog that updates every few days. Had a nice thing to say about QGN in their latest post. So check him out, guys. It's actually a pretty decent little blog. I like what he had to say in some of his posts. That's uh, RageQuitters.blogspot.com. And I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your main host for Minecraft Off the Record, joined as always by my illustrious panel of colorful hosts who have been pre-recording so mellow tone and just whatever, dude. And they are, in no particular <laughs> order, Mr. Fred. I have vanished like Bowbender. W. Actually, me. there is an order, Joe. I'm number one. <laughs> I'm number one, yo. We're great to be back, Joe. I'm super <clears throat> excited sitting here drinking my coffee drink so I perk up during the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is uh, roboting a little bit. There's some kind of weird connection problem going on, but he's understandable. That's the important thing. Boatbender gets roboted every week because he is running the live stream and that sucks up bandwidth like you wouldn't believe. But anyway, speaking of the devil, Mr. Boatbender. How's it, How it going, guys? How's everything? Fantastic. It's Dave's fantastic. Dave's shooting me daggers right now because I'm supposed to introduce him prior to Bowbender. No, no, but it's fine. You can yeah. interview. You can introduce both of the people who have horrible sound quality and leave me for last, seeing as how amazing I sound. <laughs> best, for, best for last, baby. Best for last. Yeah, Damn straight. And joining us is David D. Enforce. I've decided to become a Dev Adams. Ah, oh, flex. Yeah. (laughs) And joining us tonight is our special guest who like to bring on periodically because he does have a huge hand in the creation of Antinox server, the MMORPG server, Mr. Derek McClure. Hey guys, how's it going? Everyone on the server knows him as Origin. Hey Origin, welcome back. Thank you. you again. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had enough of Dave this week, though. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had enough of Dave in the pre-show. Just oh wow. <laughs> Just so you guys know, Derek and Dave have been working together like nonstop all week. And I'm yeah, not awesome. surprised that they haven't hated each other yet or become best friends. One of the two. One of those might have happened. I'm not sure which one yet. <laughs> Still deciding. <laughs> well, we'll coin. I Call think it good. it's a little bit of both because we'll get into a slap fight and then cuddle afterwards. True. Oh. I think he just slaps around just so he can cuddle at the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. TMI. Um, all right. We have a ton and ton and ton and ton to go over. I mean, well, 
I do. Anyway, it's in relation to Derek and, and Dave, so that's something there. I, I feel sorry for Fred and Bo for the next, like, 50 minutes, but they can come in and, and say whatever they want to say. But before you begin, I'd just like to say this is all Mojang's fault. Because if they had some actual news, we wouldn't be able to let you do this to us. <laughs> uh, I love you too. <clears throat> anyway, getting to the fried pork chops and mushroom or and mushrooms of this show, we have the weekly Antinox server update. Dun dun dun. Uh, <laughs> we have the first thing on the list is incredible. Because a little backstory here, I got an email earlier in the week from one of our, our listeners and one of the players on the server by the name of Day Day. Awesome guy. He is the brother of Steve, which is one of our trial admins. And he's a composer. You know, I've heard some of his music before. We talked earlier months ago about doing stuff possibly for new shows. He's, he's got a talent for it. I didn't realize how much of a talent he had for it until he did this. Well, at the time, he was calling it the unofficial soundtrack. And it was songs that were inspired from our new server, the MMORPG server. Gave him a creative spark, and he created them. Well, after talking to him all week, we we came to an agreement and officially named it the official soundtrack of the Antinox server. Um, It's called Harmonies of a New World. It was uh, done by Day Day. I'm not going to do his real name because I don't know if he wants me to say that right now or not. But he has four songs currently finished. Sunrise Sunrise and Antinoc, Tundrum, which is my current favorite, Mindmerk, and Heart of Valencia, all based off of the uh, server and the zones in the server. The soundtrack is amazing. I was blown away when I heard it. This is my kind of music, and it fits it fits the server to a perfect T. So I'm what I'm doing, and I'm already looking at ways of doing this, but when the API gets launched on the next update, I'm going to look at integrating these songs into the server. We're going to have a link to them um, in our, on our website as soon as we get other things going. And as soon as this next part's up, the official strategy guide for our server which has been worked on by Joe Bradford. He's our lead. <clears throat> he's our news director for the network, for Quest Gaming Network. The guy was great enough to take it upon himself to do a complete guide and write-up of all the commands, everything you need to know about the server. Um, it was supposed to be coming out today. Unfortunately, poor Joe, his computer took a dump yesterday, and he couldn't get it out. So it will be out soon as soon as he gets the computer up. So it could take up to two weeks or not. We don't know yet. Yep. But um, Bradford, I was there uh, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And actually, before I go any further, guys, I want to play you one song. I'm going to do this every week until we get, all, get through all the songs. We're going to, I'm going to play the very first song on the soundtrack called Harmonies of a New World. This song is called Sunrise and Antinoc.
See, told you guys it was good. We're going to, um, I, I don't know, I, I just love that music. The, what he did is, I'm, I can't wait to play my, my favorite one for you guys next week. I know he said he's working on a new song as of this morning, so I can't wait to hear it. Cool. Um, I wrote the backstory to the server, spent a day doing that, and I plan on releasing it with the strategy guide as soon as that's done. We were supposed to have everything done this Sunday and have a big release on it, but yeah, things got thrown into the works there. So we're going to have all that out for you guys, a link to the soundtrack, the uh, official strategy guide, and Day Day said that the soundtrack is free for you guys to download and enjoy, and he highly recommends listening to it while you play on the server. I highly recommend it too. It's it's out. It's amazing. That's what I've been doing. I've been just pushing, uh, starting at sunrise and playing all through, and I'll just start over again. I don't listen to my cart music anymore. No, mm-mm. I've I've been listening to his music a lot while I play the game. I gotta admit, I'm like so flattered. I was I was so surprised at that because. I have never heard any of it before, and uh, you, you sent me the link. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. You know, wasn't thinking much of it, and I was blown away. It's so good. And Heart of Lantia is my favorite. Oh, is it? That's my yeah, second I favorite. I agree. For me, I, I love Heart of Atlantia. For me, it goes Tundrum, Heart of Atlantia, Antnock, and then Mindmerk. Well, I would say Tundrum is probably my second. Uh, Mindmerk would probably be on third if it wasn't so short like i'm really getting into it and then it's over it's short but it fits the zone to a t you it, know? it does i know i keep thinking of soundtrack music it works now that you said that he's probably going to come out with an extended edition <laughs> well, that would just be awesome yeah <laughs> no i'd be all for it the guy is brilliant i can't wait till he finishes the soundtrack and he's kind of building it as we build the server taking different things like I sent him the story and he's been getting ideas based on the story about the background he's been looking at all the different things that we've been doing and I gotta remind me of the show guys I need to take a screenshot of the new city and send it to him for the cover okay gotta keep I keep, yeah. keep free and do that all right another news though the person who donated the server contacted me mr um, captain PS and is sending the necessary upgrades for the server after listening to last, last week's show. So a huge That's thanks awesome. to Captain PS once again. Um, we'll be able to bump up the player cap on the server, be able to do more with it, thanks to him. So a big round of applause there. Yeah, thank you. So we got two heroes in this week's episode. We've got Day Day and Captain PS. The guys are amazing. Day Day, keep up doing what you're doing. I can't wait to hear more. And again, thanks, Captain P.S. Everybody, thanks you. All right, you guys ready for the patch notes? Nope. Let's do it. All right, Dave, I don't care. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> the first thing I did this yeah. week was a ton of class balancing. I knew I was going to have people crying and blah, 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 but honestly, I didn't hear any crying at all. I was extremely surprised. That's good. <clears throat> the first thing that on the list was druids. They were looked at very closely and found that their tree-hugging ways made them far too powerful. The devs told them they had to hug less trees and cows and chickens, so now they have less hit points and their shovels have been damage-reduced. So they're more in line with healers. They do more damage than a healer, take less than a cleric, but they heal also heal less than all three. But they get to summon things. <gasps> They get to summon the kitty cows. 
I don't know why I, I was going to really say kitty cat and had to change that. Um, druids, or not druids, I'm sorry, Dark Knights had stolen their good brother's diamond armor. This theft was finally discovered, and the armor was returned to the paladin, who was only crying just a little. Just <laughs> only a little. So how did you get Evorum to quit crying? Teddy <laughs> <laughs> bears. Well, what it came down to was Dark Knights were already had a very high damage output compared to other classes. Um, Dark Knights, on the average, between level 1 and 15, were averaging roughly 15 DPS, which is 15 damage per swing, if you will. That's ridiculous. Between 8 and 15, depending on what they were doing and how they were armored. And but they can use diamond swords and nobody else can. Well, right. no, none of the other warriors can. So, with the diamond armor, it made him completely OP. Paladins are supposed to be the tanking class, and they, for some reason, I neglected to give them diamond armor. So I switched from Dark Knights over to Paladins to use diamond armor, and I gave the Paladins a slight buff in the use of diamond armor. So they get more out of it. But also on the, on the flip side, so Dark Knights didn't whine too much, their gold armor was tuned to be a little bit higher. That's cool. I want to remind everybody, I've had to talk to say this a lot on the server, is that this server does not follow Minecraft rules. I completely wrote them, rewrote the rules. The damage output, how your things are done, are completely different. The equations are much more complex. It's like, for instance, um, the Snod came to me today. He's been testing the effects of enchanted weapons on enemies, bosses, and other players, and he wasn't seeing a difference. Well, the reason is is that the damage is calculated by multi- multiple parts. The first equation is done by level of, cla- of, your, of your class, the class you're using, the level of your opponent, and the enchant. The level of the enchant. All those factors come into play. So even if you're like a level 5 using a diamond sword that's enchanted as a dark knight, it's you're not going to physically see the actual decrease or the increase in damage because it's probably going to be about 0.25% greater. So you're going to get one more hit point per four swings. As you level up, that'll increase dramatically. By the time you're 50 and you're hitting a level 20, you're going to be doing about seven to eight extra damage with the enchanted sword, depending on the enchant. Wow. You know, Joe, you should really release like an alternate version of your texture pack for the server. Because like a golden armor look would really fit paladins, and the diamond look would actually be better for dark knights. Uh, I've actually toyed with the idea. I haven't approached Derek yet because I was afraid of um, his retaliation. Well, you know, I was I was thinking the same thing, and it's too scared to mention it to you. <laughs> so okay, I guess that's settled then. I guess me and De- me and Derek, when we get the opportunity, are going to sit down and uh, rework Questcraft Texture Pack for an Antioch edition. Purple mycelium. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, you don't even have to remake most of your the ceiling. textures. You know, you just switch some of them. Like, yeah. swap the diamond armor with the gold one. We'll redo creepers based on that as well. Um, and the band hammer should become an actual sword. Yeah, it'll become a sword <gasps> again. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I'm going to keep... A lot, a lot of things are going to remain, but some of them are going to switch over for um, the server. So we'll have an Antioch edition for that soon. Well, probably not soon. We're still... A lot of work left to do on the server. Obviously, in evidence of notes, we just scratched the surface. Next thing on the list is that healers were all looked at. They were very embarrassed because they didn't have any clothes on. um, And were taken to a healing school. Priests had earned valedictorian and thus learned how to throw out stronger heals. 
um, because when it came to fighting class, they flunked. Uh, on the flip side, clerics finished about a B average and had a slight buff in their heals, and druids, well, they kind of flunked healing class, so they, nothing really changed. Uh, the paladin was found in his cry corner, letting one out. Uh, yeah, I know. When asked what the problem was this time, the paladin stated he had a very, he had very few damage abilities. Uh, the devs gave him a few tissues, wiped his pouty little nose, and agreed, and taught him how to use thunderclap. However, thunderclap does not work exactly how you would think. It's two-parter. There's two effects. Thunderclap does a direct damage to a single target and AOE damage for silent or AOE science effect. The science effect only affects bosses and players. Does not affect normal mobs. Wow. The direct damage will affect everything. It does reduce damage to bosses. Every single player's ability from level 1 to like 30 is a reduced damage on all abilities against bosses because the bosses are a general base level higher than that. Rangers had their poison arrow bumped to level 15 from level 5. They were getting a bit too greedy with their arrows. In uh. other words, we looked at the <laughs> ranger and saw that they had all their DPS arrows right between level 1 and 10 and were becoming way OP right in the beginning of the game. So we fixed that. A little Did bit you of- hear Bo's uh, reaction to that? That, yeah. that means you're doing something yeah. right. <laughs> My ranger. If people aren't crying a little bit, then I did something right. If, exactly. if, if they're not crying a little bit, then I did something wrong. Um, <clears throat> Port. Uh, good to spread it out a little. Yeah. Port and Smite were removed from the game. Apparently the classes were too dumb to use them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pyromancers. <laughs> Pyromancers had the... In all reality, they were just broken skills, so I had to get rid of them instead of trying to beat my head against a desk for two days trying to figure out how to make them work. Um, Pyromancers had the ability to use gills, which is breathing underwater for 30 seconds. This made absolutely no sense to the devs, and quickly erased their memory of ever of ever knowing that skill. Thanks, Men in Black. However, they were taught how to summon their inner phoenix and can now use rebirth at level 45. Totally I'm excited my about idea. that. One. Call it. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> what, Derek? I was, I was going to say that um, I really like that idea. But I take it back now. <laughs> well, what I did is I gave him. It's normally a, an ability re- reserved for paladin and, and priest, I believe, or cleric and priest, one of two. And what it does is it, once your character dies, or right when you're about to die, like half a heart, or within ten hit points, um, it'll activate automatically and bringing you up. For like a priest, it's seventy-five percent of your health. For I think it might be cleric that has it or paladin. The other one is 50% health. With a pyromancer, it's one-third health. So it's a it's a reduction compared to the other two, but it's something that the caster has as a self-saving, and it seemed to really fit with the pyromancer ability. So, in all serious, <clears throat> I do agree with that. It it seems to fit very well. Dave did good. Dave did good. Yeah. Yes, you did. All mages were given the mark and recall skills. After all, they should know such magics. If they didn't, they would be really crappy mages. So there you Not go. I'm sure people like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, additional, additional balancing has was done, but it's way too much to bore you with. Lots of tweaks and balance adjustments and things like that nature. 
So it was like damage reductions and dump damage increases. A lot of things that something that p- people don't know about is even though in the tools list it does not show a stick for a mage and a um, pyromancer, the stick is increased in damage output. Yeah, I can take any item and give it damage. Trust me, I can't. A stick was given a damage output, which originally has a one-hit point original damage. Yes, it had a base damage in Minecraft. And was bumped up significantly, five to six times based on the class. So a priest or a mage and a pyromancer can use a stick as a viable melee weapon. Cool. Where am I on my list here? And I was tempting, I was going to attempt to actually enchant a stick for a boss, but I didn't want to break the game. And the problem with the stick is they don't have any kind of durability, and yeah. If I did, it would be like a 5% drop rate on the hardest boss. Um, let me see here. Ah, uh, yes, after flipping many more tables and biting more heads off, I discovered how to make PvP missions actually work. Poor Dave and Derek were in the call during that bit of rage. And, uh, it's an awkward time. Yes. Ian experienced me going through coder's rage. But I figured out a little, how to write a little line of code that automatically... Okay, here's how... The, this is the problem. I'm getting this really quick. The way I have the party system written is that it's set up to where as soon as you go into a party, it turns PvP off for PvE content, so you don't, try, you don't accidentally kill your teammates during a boss fight. That could be how hectic and crazy some of the boss fights can be, that would make this bosses virtually impossible. Unfortunately, I couldn't figure out a way to actually turn that off or on. It had to be just one way or the other. There was no in-between. So, and the PvP system that I'm using, um, when you go, when I write my missions, it automatically puts people into a, a group so people don't have to sit there and try to group up together. puts them automatically into the group so everyone can use all their abilities together and be just fine because a lot of classes... Some of their, a lot of their abilities for their buffs and their heals only work when you're in a group. They don't work outside of a group. So it automatically puts them into a group, and I could not figure out how to write that out. It was driving me insane. So what I did is I wrote a command line that basically forces every single player into a split of a second. As soon as they join the mission and as soon as they ready up, in a split of a second, every player inputs the command to leave party. So they don't even see the command happen. It's just boom. And they're, as soon as they hit inside that mission, they're already PvP ready. They're no longer grouped. And they can go to town and beat each other senseless. I'm so glad you figured this one out, because what happened after that was probably the most fun I've had in Minecraft yeah, in a very long time. Death Race was introduced <laughs> to the Race. server. Word! <laughs> <laughs> I love Death Race. Oh An my exciting God. new PvP mission that reflects the pure evil of Dave and me. <laughs> I didn't even help with this. I just kind of watched in awe of, <laughs> of the depths that they can uh, sink down to. Yeah, yeah oh my god, crazy. we're so mean. The objective <laughs> of this mission is it's a long room, if you will, is to get to the very end of the room and flick a switch on a redstone lamp. As soon as you, which redstone lamps represent power orbs, if you will, on the server. If you hit that button, the mission ends. It's over. You win. However. You're all PvP'd. There's multiple different types types of obstacles that will design to drive you insane as you try to get through them while beating up on each other. You have three lives. You die. You go right back to the beginning of the race. And you have to start all over again. 
I mean, I remember doing one. I was so far ahead of everybody, like, yeah, I got you, suckers. And there's a creeper right in front of me. As soon as I look around, I'm dead. I'm right back behind him. <laughs> if you fail the mission and die three times, you're done. It is a blast. Me and Dave and Derek were laughing at each other so much. Ugh. I think I was gonna. I think we were about to kill Derek in the middle of the, in our first run through Death Race because he was laughing so hard. Uh, yeah. I was, I was still a little sick, so I was like, I couldn't breathe for like a, a full minute. <laughs> I was about to pass out. It was crazy. Like the one part you have where oh, I don't want to give anything away, but Joe tricked me into dying like three times in a row. But the same thing. <laughs> uh, There's a certain area inside the race where you can activate something that will kill your fellow teammates instantly. So, yeah. I was having fun tricking Dave with that. I almost got Thank Joe you. with Tom. I swear he was over that hole. Oh, the somehow hole. Back. Oh, oh, yeah. Not a hole. I mean, ladder. I was right on the edge, and I saw what was going to happen. I saw Derek pop out of nowhere and getting ready to hit the switch. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I stopped dead in my tracks, looked down, I was like, oh. Yeah, anyway, fun times. And it's a lot of fun. You know, if you use your 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 abilities when you're fighting other players, it gets crazy. I know a couple <laughs> classes, like, um, for instance, Paladins, for instance, they use death, they use a Thunderclap on that. None of, the, none of their classes can use their abilities for five seconds. That's a good lead start right there. Um, Dark Knights have an ability that will create confusion or cause the confusion ability to go off, which makes everyone else's screen go all wobbly, makes it insanely hard to move. Oh my god, could you imagine that over the pit? Wow, can you imagine having like four Death Knights trying to do, or Dark Knights trying to do that together? Uh, <laughs> at that point, I'd just go in the corner and hide. Uh, <laughs> Insanity wins <yeah>. too. <laughs> So it's designed for all all kinds of events to occur. If you think you know the map, it doesn't matter because it's got too many random elements to it. Um, we're gonna include a lot more based PvP in that's on that that same line. So you know, look for that soon. I mean, we like I promised last week, I do have the PvP system enabled and ready. We have two PvP missions in the game currently, and we're gonna be adding a lot more very soon. Um, after over one how 100 hours of investment in time the last week between all the devs, the city of Antinoch is now open. It is 50% for com- it is 50% hello it is 50% complete with unique shops. Yes, I rock. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I figured out how to sell enchanted items. The shop is very nice. I, I love the way it's set up. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, yeah, looks cool. Dave did the original outline design. Well, actually, Origin built the thing. Oh, I right. figured out where to put the the stuff on the inside of it, and Joe actually put the stuff in. And then I built a little uh, king stash at the bottom, which you need an actual admin to let you in before you can get into it. That has yeah. extremely high level enchanted gear for a very high price. That's the, very the, cool. And- what Dave just said is like an indication of why we're working so well and things are popping out so quick. Yeah, the three of us worked very closely all week and knocked this out of the park. I mean, this is a, a gigantic build. It is, you take all the other zones we have built and put them roll into one, and it's the 50% that we have complete right mm-hmm. now on this city. Mm-hmm. The rest of the area is all planned out. What we're going to do with it, we just got to build it now. Um, right now, it currently has four new bosses. 
each can drop a skull. Yes, they do. Which is required for something else we implemented, which is the Kingdom Shop. Which I'm getting that in a little bit, because there's other things that apply to that. Alright, and we have seven new quests in Antinox City. Seven, which is... That's just the start of it. Which doubled the amount of quests available on the server. <laughs> and that's just the start of it, yeah. Um, some of the quests are very unique, like Creeper Run, which people are scared to death of. I had three people <laughs> test run it, and they were, like, freaking out as I was try as I was having them test it. It was hilarious. Oh, I don't want to do it. Well, they did make it through and kept running. They didn't stop to see the little chicken in the room. <laughs> and that chicken is, if you do that quest, you got to hit that chicken. Just got to do it. Um, the four bosses are the witch, who's a, a new witch, which applies to the story. She's pretty tough. And she's all these bosses are designed to be three to four man or three to five men taken out. Um, the difficulty in this in the new zone is is a cross is in between Merkma difficulty and Elantia. Elantia is still harder than they are, but it's still a little bit harder than Merkma itself. The four new bosses have all new gear, everything they can drop. Two of the bosses you can only get to by completing a mission. And you have, and those missions require three to five people to start, so they cannot be soloed because you can never get to them solo. And one of them is um, Piedman. Piedman is a, a a story figure in the world. He's a lord in, in the city of Antnock. He got destroyed by corruption. Blah blah blah. Turned into an evil skeleton. And when I had people test him, they said it was the most fun fight they've played in the game yet. So. I love that entire area leading up to him and him. Such a perfect instance. Yeah, that, that's probably my favorite. I love that. That in just that one area makes that entire city worth it. So the whole city is is up and ready for people to go into. There's a headhunter shop where you can sell your heads or save the heads because your guild slash kingdom may need them. Man, we got so much to talk about. Creeper Lord has entered the building. The true evil of me. Is now evident. Did you see what the Creeper Lord was saying in game? <laughs> yeah, he's getting kind of crazy. Man, he's he's wanting blood. He's out for it. Y'all better watch out. The Creeper Lord, if he ever gets out and gets free in the city, he'll destroy everything. You know, Joe, back when we just had the other server, I remember I kept going, we've only really utilized about 10 or 20% of the actual server. I have a feeling one day you're going to be talking about this server. We're going, we were running out of room. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's we've been getting a lot of white crisp, white list requests, and I've been inviting like mad. I think I invited thirty new people to the white list just this last week, and uh, we're doing it more. If you guys want in on the server, by all means, email us mcotrserverteam at gmail dot com. We'll get you in the white list. Plain and simple. Say, hey, my name is my in-game name is this. I heard you on the show. I want to be on the white list. Done. Within a day or two, you'll be on the whitelist and ready to play. And I always email them back after I after I invite them, saying, "Hey, you're on the whitelist. Come on in." All right. So gold is no longer the currency on the server. Now the High King Emmanuel decreed the currency is to be called Emmons. After him, whatever. You can now buy, sell things much easier, and earn emmons every day just for playing. Now, mind you, I have tweaked this dramatically to balance the economy. 
Uh, it's now four MNs per day you earn instead of what the original 200 was. That's really <laughs> good. I was thinking that was way too high. Yeah, well, I had to learn how to balance the economy properly. And the reason is is that you can sell your gold nuggets, your gold bar, your gold ignits, and emeralds for MNs at any shop at market value. And the market value is one MN is equal to one gold nugget. And a lot of quests mm. now now give gold nuggets, and the harder quests will give you some gold ignits. So that's how you supplement your income. And that and selling to players is actually very, very easy. Creating your own shop is very easy. Um, this new economy allows us to do a lot of things. So all you got to do in-game is, is type in forward slash econ, E-C-O-N, and you'll see your balance. Um, if you want to... People, players can actually trade money between each other, no matter where they're at the server. They don't have to be next to each other. All you do is you type in forward slash pay, space, the player name, space, and the amount you want to give them, and you pay them. It's that simple. Anytime you earn money, if you create a shop and someone buys stuff in your shop, it'll pop up on your screen saying, so-and-so bought this from you and gives you the amount and shows you your, your balance after. So the uh, the new system is much more robust than anything we've done before in terms of currency-based. Um, it enables us to, do, us to do so much more. It took a lot of coding on my end, a lot, to get everything working right. But I'm very happy that everything is very, very stable now and working as it should. Um, any questions on this, guys? No. Uh, no, I just I think it's um it's it's going to bring it all together. I think the the setting up of the economy. I'm really excited about it. <clears throat> we we might end up having to um, make a trade channel. <laughs> yeah, almost, huh? <laughs> yeah. See, I can say that because you're the one's gonna have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, let me tell you a story. So I'm done coughing here. <clears throat> Dave was sitting around, flying around the new the the city as we were planning it. And setting up the outline, putting down markers, quests are going to go here, quests are going to go here. I'm like, yeah, you can say that now, but I'm the one that has to write these, you freaking... freaking. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but the, the quests that we figured out turned out very well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the ones we did in the prison? Yes, I love that. Those are two of my favorites. Um, the jailbreak one is a lot of fun. <clears throat> All players get zoned in to cell block D, and in this in the cell block there's three cells, and a random amount of mobs will will spawn from one of the cells and come attack you. Get through those mobs, another group of mobs will, will spawn in another cell and come pouring out, and then the third cell will come pouring out. If you can defeat all all three waves, you win and you're done. And just the way the graphic effects, and I gotta admit, you guys, this is a little tip for you guys in Minecraft. If you want to do really professional looking builds. You've got to worry about lighting. Lighting is crucial. I, I've kind of showed Derek how crucial it was when we were building the underground area, um, Antioch. Antioch. Or, ah, too many A words. Atlantia. Atlantia, thank you. When we were building Atlantia, and then he came up with a new way of doing lighting. In, a happy little accident, yeah. Yeah, in the city. I came up with a new way of doing it. Mine was a lot more extensive than his, so his definitely looked better and was easier to do. <laughs> so we really put a huge focus on lighting in the city. So when you're going into all the like the, the corrupted areas of the city that have been attacked by Reaper, because the basic story is Reaper took his army and was attacking the city from the outside in. Angel came in at the last second 
put a barrier around the main part of the city and saved saved them from being destroyed by Reaper, who was encroaching on that territory. So the, the outside areas of that protection, the protection is very clear. It's a barrier that has Angel's Cross all over it, with Angel, Angel, a statue of Angel actually in the center, in the, in the city. Dave did great on that. So all the outside areas are all corrupted and being run over or being overrun by Reaper's force. So in the prison, the lighting is very moody, very dark, very moody. When you're in the jail, in cell block D, it has a very moody look to it. And it's, it's fantastic. I love it. And then we did another one, which is, um, ah, what's the name of it, Dave? Where the prisoners take over, um. Oh. I can't even remember what we named it. Ah, brain farted. But anyway, all those quests are, are, are phased out effects, phased out events. Breakout. Break. No, it wasn't break, breakout. Yeah, we were going to call it Gulag, but you called it Breakout. Gulag's wrong. That's a force, a German force. Is it? No, Jailbreak, jailbreak is, the, is the one I was just talking about. It's a different one. It's, um... Ah, I can't think of it. Anyway, it's in there. It's awesome. Check it out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now, for some uh, more big news. You guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. I went to the end. I got into a fist fight with Ender Dragons. I went all cowboy on their heinies. And now they are tamed. <laughs> <laughs> and put to work in the form of Flight Pass. For a very low price of 10 E, or 10 Emons, you can mount and fly an Ender Dragon to the designated location. So it's flight, flight Path to Flight Path, like in every MMO. And you actually get on the Ender Dragon, and it flies you over there. That was so much fun, getting that to work and getting it to work right. <clears throat> the uh, flight path is designated by a, a tower that, that Origin built. That's a, cl- a claw, Dragon Claw. So it's really easy to recognize. You go up top of that, right-click on the sign of the location you want to go to, and you're mounted and gone. I did actually try <laughs> that out. Very cool. I was like, what, what is this sign? What is this? It's a right-click on it. You're off on a dragon, up above the, everything else. It's very cool. Some people were complaining that it's too slow, but it's actually four times faster than walking, so I think it's a good speed. Yeah, well, it only looks slow because <laughs> you're so high up. And you, Yeah, you're, you're very high up, so it feels a lot slower than what it is. In all reality, that dragon takes you a 1,000 meters in a matter of a, less than a minute. So it's not slow. Not as fast yeah. as teleports, but we decided to wipe out the whole teleport system off of it and do nothing but flight pass. These are so cool. Let me just say dragon mounts. Dragon mounts. <laughs> dragon mounts. Dragon mounts. Dragon mounts. Oh my kingdoms God. can get their very own flight path to and from their kingdom for a very low, low, over-costly price. <laughs> see the kingdom shop outside of my tower to see how much of your life will be sucked away to achieve this. Yes, there is a crying corner. <clears throat> You've already caught somebody yeah. in that crying corner. Um, we there, it is a substantial price, and there's four different things that that are involved. One is you have to get you have to buy the actual flight path tower, which allows you to fly out from your area. Second is you have to f- buy the actual flight point, which is where an area where they can fly into you. Now, those on themselves don't work. You have to buy each individual flight path. So if you want, if after you get the tower and you get your flight point and you want to link up to Antioch City, 
you have to pay us to have that link set for you. <laughs> it's very costly. But what it does yeah, is that but... it enables um it enables the kingdoms and the the guilds well the kingdoms to work together as a team to achieve this. It's designed to take a long time to do. And so it's designed for the guilds and the kingdoms to go out there and do different things in the world together. Because some of the things you, you that are required for it you can only get from bosses. Some of the things required for it require a lot of mining, a lot of farming you name it, to all work together to make this a goal. So the first um, kingdom that actually gets this is going to be like the envy of the server. Um, the guild system is now in place. What, what? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I decided, I was going to say we decided, but in all reality it was my decision, um, to go away from the four kingdom format. The reason is, is that a lot of people may not like people who are running these so-called kingdoms, there's a lot of confusion there. And Anyway, what we did is, or what I did, is I changed the whole format. And now, what you can do is you can create a guild. Now, in order for you to create a guild, you must have four people who want to join you in this guild, and the name must be approved from an admin. No Assassin's Guild, no Assassin's Creed, Dark Brotherhood, because it is illegal for open-world PvP on this server, unless it's kingdom-to-kingdom warfare. Period. No contract killing, whatever. Uh, if you guys want to make a miner's guild or whatever, fine. Now, in order for your guild to become a kingdom, you have to have over 10 players in your guild. You'll be then be known as a kingdom. And you can name your kingdom. You got it. And you'll be able to buy the uh, flight pass and everything from the, the uh, kingdom auction or the kingdom shop. So again, that's four players have to join you. We have to have your name approved, and then we will we will allow you to create your guild. Now, what we what I wrote into it is you have the ability to do a lot of different things. This is what gets really cool. Um, you have your own guild chat by typing in forward slash f space c. You can toggle different chat options, so you can actually talk to your guild and only your guild admins. We have a way of spying on them, and I'll tell you that off the air. Cool. I wrote in a way of, of spying. Um, <clears throat> Also, you can tag another guild as an ally. When you do, you have an alliance channel where you can talk in between your guild and their guild in ally chat. You can also flag another guild as at war. And that's when you guys have full PvP privileges on each other. And yes, in chat and in the game, you will have your actual um, guild tag in front of your name. You know how I was saying mm-hmm. earlier that um, the economy was like pulling it all together? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this just cemented that and put a nice little bow on top because it's <laughs> like this is perfect because the way the kings were working before, well they weren't working. And just the whole chat system and everything it's going to change the whole game. If you guys create a guild without admin approval um, that guild will be disbanded, and you will not be permitted to make a guild ever. You'll be able to allowed to join one, but never make one. So don't get, don't start one without approval, please. The reason is we, it, we do need to restrict some things. Um, so again, four people have to join you, or one, four people have to be there, present, ready to join you. You can create that guild after that name is approved with the admins right then and there, and be on your merry way. Um, there is a way that's going to be included in the guide for kingdoms or and guilds to claim their territory 
Territory claimed means that only you guys can build on that land who has your your clan tag or your guild tag. No one else can. However, here's the kicker. If you set war against somebody else, they can come and take your land. They cannot oh, take man. your land if if not more than two people are on in your guild. So basically what you're saying is if if someone comes to take your stuff, you ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. And I have I have a way of doing it to where I can ignore um, our locking system if that area has been taken over. I haven't done that yet. I'm still debating. Right now, all stuff will remain locked if taken over. So if you're in, if you go to war with another clan, be warned. You're opening up your own self for war. So that's it. It's not just I'm going to go to war with these people and take them over. You're at the very good possibility of them shooting back at you. Right, and you can so even set aware. you can even set it at being at peace. Um, only the guild leader or kingdom leader will be able to set who is at war, who is at peace, who is an alliance, um, that kind of thing. And the leader of each guild is designated by two stars in front of their their clan tag or their guild tag. For instance, I am I'm the leader of the admin guild, so my my name has the two stars in front of it. Um, the last thing, final thing of the big systems that kind of puts this entire server finally to its core system is all set now, completely set, is we have auction houses in the game. The first auction house is just outside of my tower. I built a second one inside Antnock City. I don't believe they are linked. I haven't figured out how to get that to link together, so right now they use separate inventories. All you do is you go to the auction house, you put in forward slash... Um, they're not really an auction house. I couldn't figure out how to make it do like an auction over time system, but it's more of a broker. What a broker does is it takes your item and sells it for you for a fee. It's a fifteen percent fee. So say 15%. you fifteen percent. What? Let's say you get this really nice uh, enchanted sword, but you're a druid and you don't use swords. You can put it now on the auction house for however much money you want to sell it for by doing four slash broker space sell. Following the prompts, there you go. It's now physically. I created a new window that pops up that you can actually click and see the items. You can right-click on them, see the price, set how much you want to buy, and boom, done. Now, if you want to go buy, it's just forward slash um, broker space buy, and you can look at the the menus or the the pop-up and see all the different things that are being sold, buy what you want to buy, and be done. It's very, very lightweight, very, very easy to use. I try to make it as easy to use as possible. It allows players to be able to sell their rare goods they could not sell in normal shops, such as enchanted items. Or if you don't want to do a shop and go through that hassle, you can just put your items up on the auction house, and there you go. Okay, no... so a quick question. Mm -hmm. Do I have to be logged in for my item to sell? No, it'll sell even if you're offline. And the okay, money well, will be in your inventory when you get back. That's worth the cut, then. Um, yeah. yeah, so the nice thing about it is there's no time limit on it. However, there is a, a restriction that, that only you can only post five items at a time. Now I have to do if you if you don't want to if you want to cancel your auctions, is it uh, I believe it's just four slash broker space cancel, Dave? Uh brokers yeah. Yeah. Uh. And it will ask you to it'll bring up the menu and, and you just select what items you want to cancel and you'll cancel off the auction house and you'll get your items back without a fee. 
Tire broker space cancel or broker set cancel or something. It's like it's that. it's slash broker cancel. Okay. So that is the patch notes for this week, and the server com- took a complete turn for the better all week. Tons and tons of work went into it, and I can't thank Derek enough and Dave enough for all the hard work they put into the city this week. It's been it's awesome. Fun. And so we got it's a lot more a lot work to do together, here. though. A lot more. The only downside to all this is I'm a complete noob with all the classes still. I have no idea how to even uh, tie a, a, a skill to anything because this is all I've been doing. <laughs> and, and just think, Derek, we're not even partially done. Oh, I've been thinking. <laughs> You're like, I'm thinking about quitting. Yeah, Derek's no, no, no. for that day when you say that you've run out of space. <laughs> yep. All right, now that my long rant is over and done, what about you, Fred? Well, Joe, truthfully, we haven't had a whole lot of time to get on to our RPGs for this week. I popped into the regular QGM server just long enough to check on my McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and the majority of my week has actually been spent doing things behind the scenes for the network, you know, working to transition our uh, Star Wars show into the Quest Legion. So... Mostly things behind the scenes this week for me. I am kind of concerned about what you just told me. We'll have to talk off the air because that's something I was not made aware of. Which means I'm probably going to have to put a stop to it. No, it's it's nothing bad. It's just we're, you know, Sotori Forge is going away. So, you know, we're just going to have like minor talks about what we actually play in Star Wars every once in a while on the Quest Legion. That's all. It's nothing. not like converting the Quest Legion to Star Wars Forge. Okay, uh, that's no problem. We're just letting our Star Wars listeners know that we're part of that show, but, you know, they tune into Quest Legion, basically. Fair enough. If, Fred, by the way, the uh, the uh, forums, I love them. I love the way the new look of them. Good job. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing I did. I completely overhauled our forums, and thank you, Origin. Oh, really? I haven't even looked. <laughs> I'll have to go in there and take a look. Very nice. Well, it stinks you didn't have much time to play Minecraft, but I understand. I mean, you have been pretty busy with the network lately, and I appreciate that greatly. Um, yeah, unfortunately, this, the Swatori Forge is being shut down uh, for various reasons. The show was fantastic, it just didn't have a backbone. Uh, again, they were referring to didn't have really much of a player base anymore. That numbers were pretty dismal, so... Yeah, it's, it was just unfortunate because we had a lot of eager fans that liked the show. They're just not, not that many, our... unfortunately. Not as many as we needed. Yeah. But, and fear so, not, though, we have plenty of uh, shows still running at full steam ahead, and some that are even putting more steam behind their cells, like this one. And new show that might be coming up soon enough, and all that good stuff. So don't even worry about that, guys. We still got plenty of content to go. Um, exactly. That's pretty much what the week was. Just our former Swatori Forge fans know about Quest Legion, and trying to point them over that way. We'll have to get you guys together for another a new show of a new uh, MMO that has a higher fan base. Because the way you guys did that show, the format of it was fantastic. I, I love listening to it. Even though yeah, I don't great. like the game, I love listening to you guys. So, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's a very well produced show. I completely agree. Well, thank you. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Fred? Minecraft? No, I, I think that's about it. Hopefully I'm looking forward to getting in and actually playing some more on the RP server. Well, actually, after last week's show, I popped in for about an hour and was playing around with the leveling system, trying to level up a dark night. 
And I sucked. I kept dying, and I eventually put myself back in game mode one and flew away. <laughs> <laughs> well, the server yeah. is primarily designed for, for group play. Um, there's not much benefit to solo play in the server. It's about making friends, having fun together. Um, that's the most fun you're going to have in that. I can guarantee it. Even just building the, the game itself, doing it alone, eh, all right. But when I have Derek there with me and I have Dave with me, it's so much more fun doing it. And the, with their minds combined helping me do it, it's, it's so much better than what it could have been just be me doing it. And that's the, that same thing applies to actually playing the server. Agreed. <clears throat> I agree. Uh, Bowbender, what was your week like? I know you've been pretty busy. Well, I popped in the... Well, end of the... Uh, after the show was over last week, we all jumped in, you, me... Mm-hmm. Synth. Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a blast playing those bosses. We went Turned into Merc to Mud, and we went to uh, where else did we go? We went to Merc Mud, and we did we go to Lancia? Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we we took on um, Construct. Yes. Yep, that was a Lancia. long fight, man. and we Jeez. cheated. Um, yes. when we died, we teleported <laughs> right back. Like, <laughs> we, we we were using. Mm. Last night for a TP point, weren't we? Ah, yeah, that's yeah. Was not us in there watching <laughs> us take on Construct, and we were just using him as our, our TP anchor. <laughs> oh yeah, and he, yeah. We also painted. painted uh, we took on painted, painted cow. cow. Yeah, yeah. I painted about cow. That. This is, I gotta say, my favorite boss fight in that entire area. In fact, in the entire RPG server, that's my favorite boss fight. I don't know, man. Piedman is one of my favorites. That and uh, Creeper Lord. Yeah, that was See, I haven't just a, had a chance to fight either of those yet, so I had I can't say yet for either of those two, but I can say we'll have to get together and run the new content together, the new quests, yeah, the new bosses. A, that's that's gonna be a blast. We gotta do that, guys. I'm gonna be in the game as soon as I'm done editing and producing a show tonight. So just saying, just saying. Yeah, we had we, we we had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, yeah, of course we cheated, and there was a lot of noob cake stuff going on on my end trying to figure out uh, how I actually use my abilities. And uh, Synth gave me a little bit of a walkthrough on that. Fair enough, though. I mean, we yeah. were all level, what, level 2 and 3, trying to take on bosses in, in um, Melantia, which is designed for mid-levels. Yeah. yeah. We were I mean, getting our butts handed to us, but... Basically a bug run just to figure out what wasn't working and what was working. Mm-hmm. It did allow me to tweak um, a lot of things after that. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I actually wrote down and a then, list uh, of, of stuff I needed to fix as we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Among your other other stuff, yeah. Um, and then today I actually got on to. I just wanted to check out what you guys have done so far. <laughs> Jeez, a beast! Uh, yeah, you see the. I was walking. You see these claws up in the air. I'm like, what? What in the hell is that thing? And uh, yeah, the, the uh, dragon ride off of that thing is just outstanding. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's freaking cool. Anybody who hasn't tried it, give it a go. I set it up to where we can uh, actually set up and design flight paths. Like if we want to do like a tour-based flight, we can oh, wow. program the dragon to go a certain flight path and just do it. Right now, they're, they're pre-programmed to just do a straight flight path. That's where they go mm-hmm. up so high and then they go in. But we can actually do a pre-programmed flight path and use that as like a, a tour or some kind of scenic flight if we wanted to do that in the future. Oh, very cool. 
and I tried out the um, the broker just to see how that that worked. That the interface for that is just awesome. You said you designed that. That's just that's just ba there. Um, I saw the the uh, special shop that only admins can get you into. The wizards, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very good stuff, guys. Bravo! Thank Again. you. All of you, all of you, Dave, Origin, you, awesome work. Thank you. It's, it's beautiful. Thank you. So basically, much. took a tour, took a tour, and did some fighting early on in the week. <laughs> nice. Yes. There's a ton of commands for players to learn, so I don't recommend anyone under the age of twelve trying this server. <laughs> don't get confused quick. There are, there are a lot of commands, but very, very well implemented. Very good stuff. Thank you. Um, before we go any further, I forgot to mention one thing in the notes, is that we figured out how to train bosses how to use weapons and armor. <laughs> yeah. Zombie King now wields a enchanted dim- or iron sword that he has a chance to drop. So he does a little bit more damage. No, Zombie King will knock you back every time he hits you. Um, Piedman has an enchanted bow that has knockback two on it. Uh, King Titus has a bow now, so he's even harder. Um, and the new zombie that we have up in the church. Oops, I shouldn't have said that, but anyway. Um, yeah, the golden sword that you gave him. He has a golden sword and wears leather armor. <laughs> We're evil. Wow. Yes. So, I don't know if I want to do Derek and Dave together, because their, their play all week was pretty much together. <laughs> But anyway, we'll start out with Dave, and Derek can jump in as need be. Okay, that that works. Um, let's see. First off, I want to start just by t- talking about my character in-game, before we even talk about the, the server itself. I got to level 8 Paladin after kicking and screaming about him being not having an attack skill. And uh, Which, by the way, thank you, Joe, for, for putting that in for me. Um. But I, I, I'm in love with my paladin. Well, you pointed out of a flaw in the paladin I didn't, that I overlooked. Was the fact yeah, that I didn't have much anything for attack ability for early on, which is not, not on par with their class type. So I'm we'll, still trying to get used to that attack. I'm, for some reason it's, it seems to not want to play right when I put it on a sword. Hmm. It just for it's not wanting to play right. Uh, I can get it to work if I put it on a skull or some other on use item that it remember, doesn't have a real attack. I'm trying to remember if I wrote it in as a uh, a toggle ability or a direct ability. There's two different types. You have direct and toggle. For instance, like the ranger is all toggle based, meaning yeah. as you put your different arrow types and different things, and you can toggle either fire arrow, ice arrow, or poison arrow on or off. Well, I hope that isn't that. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm pretty sure it's a direct. Um, I don't know why it's not working with swords. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, for some reason it just won't work with swords, but I do have it uh, bound to a skull that I use, and I smack things with the skull, and it zaps them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But I, I got him to level 8, and I'm ecstatic. I love the new areas and the new quests, so I've been... Just playing around with those. I really recommend people go up to the Highlands because there's the first quest there is where you take on 
all the the undead villagers. There's sick villagers, <laughs> and you have to help clean them out. Oh, I've been I was testing that oh, over and over just we, to try to make sure it worked. Right. Me and Dave designed a new type of quest for that area, and it, I was beating my head against my desk for an hour, two hours, trying to figure out how to code it right. But it's basically about surviving. Yeah, forty-five zombies spawn out of the graveyards all around you, and you have to survive it. You have five minutes to take out thirty of them. That may even be too long. Come to think of it, but five yeah, it's still crazy. survival. I mean, you got to run and herd them and all that kind of stuff. It's all about tactic. Yeah, there's no... You get dropped in the center of three spawn points that flood you at zombies. It's ridiculous. In fact, on top of that, you have to be aware that if you drop in the center, you have zombies along with anything else that may spawn there. Yeah. It's it's, it's wicked. <laughs> yeah, I recommend anyone who dr- gets dropped there, try to run into the, the, uh, the church and hide in there. <clears throat> I'm kidding. That's a bad idea. So Highlands was pretty much all Dave's design with uh, Derek's assistance in in it. I I made him do all the work. I I designed it, but I made him do all the work. Oh, yeah. It was pretty much, hey, I had this idea, and I'll ask him like 20 different questions. You want me to do it this way, that way? And he'll just say, yes. No. That's how how me and Arjun did it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) A lot of this entire build, um, I can't. I know me and Arjun can't speak for a lot of the content, but me and Arjun did the uh, a, a big majority of the um, actual like the, the design of the place, at least hey, the exterior. I went in and tweaked it and changed it myself. But yes, you guys did the vast majority. I'm not saying you didn't. Yeah. Well, that's back to the whole teamwork thing. Where right. I mean, uh, me and Dave, I think we stayed up like two nights in a row, almost like five o'clock, and we just built, 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 and then. Joe would come in the next day and just change it into something living and breathing, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole system worked out really well. Brilliantly. Right. Um, the, the the main design of, like, for instance, the prison area was all Derek. Oh, yeah. Was, that was just – that whole place was a solid – I mean, just, just think about that when you're in there. Like, that was just a solid mountain. And I hauled that thing out and just went to town for, like, four hours. And then I went in there, said we need to do this, this, and this, mark things out, worked with Derek and Dave, and <laughs> made everything working and breathing. So it was, yeah. I was kicking myself last night because Derek had no internet, and I really needed him to be on to help me finish up things. Yeah. And But luckily Dave came on, and he helped me out a ton in getting everything fleshed out. It was out. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. You know, it was really cool just coming across the area that Joe picked out, and then me and Arjun, Joe goes through this whole speech of, I wanted to do, have multiple areas and look like it was ta- taken over and, you know, just a big castle. And, and so me and Arjun, I give Arjun my ideas of what I want. So he starts building, and then I go by, back behind Arjun and just start destroying things. Just to try yeah. to make it look like it was war torn, basically. And he kept apologizing, which I thought was funny. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Man, this looks really cool. I'm so sorry." And then blasts apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty neat. Like you could tell that originally it was just you know a pristine, beautiful uh, castle. It had these three tiered uh, towers in the center. It had this beautiful village with a nice. Uh, 
hut on top. Even the the crypts were have some of the crypts. You can tell there's an unbroken uh, crypt entrances all, along the catacombs, and then there's some that are broken down, and another one that's actually the entrance into the catacombs and the jail area. Well, the catacombs is actually was actually that's repurposed to the creeper area. Right, but it has the same kind of style, which I love that that, that shares style between the jail area and the catacombs area. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so awesome how I had this vision for this this mega zone or the ma- the first major city in the area, and we just that first night just went together, found the location, I outlined it, and you guys went to town. And Man, we it it took all three of us to really make that place come to life, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's it still has a lot more work to do. I mean, but we already have the outline for the finish. I um, think what we have one, two, three more areas that we haven't even started on. And the back of the area is going to be all PvP based. Yeah, yeah that one <clears throat> is one of the areas I was thinking. I have a whole side one I haven't even started on. Yeah, and I actually had Synth working on Old Town a little bit. I told him he can go ahead and do it. I don't know if he did or not, That'd but. Be- let Synth have a hand in it. Well, he came yeah. on asking me what he, you know... I know that Synth and Steven's time for review was com- come and gone. Uh, we're leaving Miss Trail Admins right now due to, to attendance the last couple of weeks. They're still great. They're not going to lose their admin rights at all. We still want them in the admin team. They're just not there yet for full admin. But they're on the path still. It's all about taking initiative in the, the server. Mm-hmm. But he came on asking me, yeah, is there anything I can I can build a project? And I took him over to the old town and said, yeah, you can work on this. Well, that'd be good. Let him let him work on that area. That, now that whole area is it's actually locked <clears> down right now. You can look into it. You can see what we're working on. Pretty much any of the other areas, you can view what we're working on actively, but they won't be open until they're done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I plan to do that a lot. Like uh, when we get a new thing going, just give you a sneak peek where you can look through some bars and maybe see something. You can't get to it. And even when we call the city 100%, who knows what's going to happen a month down the road. Something, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a wall might be knocked down somewhere. You might find a whole new section in that city. Oh, yeah. We have There's plans a lot of space underneath it. A lot of new zones, but and I'm always open for changing things around. Like, we go to Merkman, like, you know what? We just we had this great idea for a new story arc. Let's, or a new quest. Let's expand this area, and we'll build it into this and this and this. And we can actually add on to the existing. Yep. And we need to get Bo and Fred in there too, just get get some more perspective on, you know, you know, the more directions we have, you know, the better it's going to end up turning out. And one thing I like to ask the community is if I'm in there and I'm working, which I'm doing ninety nine percent of the time when I'm in there, please don't come to me with basic admin problems. I'm not going to have the time or ability to do it. I'm just going to be working on what I'm working on. It's fine to yell out, hey, I have a question for an admin. If an admin says, hey, send me a tell. Well, that's also where we we really need Steve and Synth there is for for that purpose as well. That's such a huge help. Well, people have been pretty good on there uh, when I've been on there for the most part. Oh, Um, they've been fantastic, honestly, as a whole. Yeah, most of the time I just kind of ignore the the little things because they'll just go away on their own. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, I'm busy. I'm I'm not going to deal with, you know, you know, eight-year-old stuff, but um, dude, I had to kick somebody the other day for calling Wolf. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've done yeah. that. It's probably the same person I've done it to. Yeah, wow. I literally put out a thing saying, you know, Colin Wolf will get you kicked up from the server. Well, that's sad. You don't gotta do that, and, and that—that's the whole point I was gonna say is, um, 
I'm not intentionally ignoring because a lot of time I'm usually like actually speaking to Dave or Joe. Yeah, the same like, thing is I'll have the and game I'm not open, reading, but so. I'll have it minimized because I have literally. I mean, you guys have seen my screen. Several, yeah. several, several screens open of script and other things I'm working on. So I may be logged in the game, but I'm probably not there. Yeah, so we're not being malicious and ignoring you on purpose. Just pretty much just missing well, everything. I I actually honestly have nothing better to do. So if I'm ignoring you, I probably am being malicious. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I, well, that's I figure out a way to reload the server without interrupting the server. So that's why I, have to, I stay logged into the game is so I can reload changes as necessary to test them out. Because I can, we can easily reload almost anything that we change without ever restarting the server. And this is a major, major coding addition. Then we have to restart the server, obviously. And that usually takes two to three restarts within a period of about 15, 20 minutes. But after that, all the changes we make after that are instantly done through in-game reloads. So, Honestly, the quickest, easiest way to get in contact with an admin, to have them help something the second you need us, if you don't see one of us on who can help you immediately is to send in an email. It goes right to my phone, mm-hmm. literally. like It's an inch away from me. So if you have a question on the server, we have an email for server issues. What is that email, Dave? That email is... Dun, 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 mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. That's so, used for again, a whitelist? A lot of people only use that for whitelisting, but mm-hmm. that gets straight to the, the admins. Right. And I'll throw in there also, if, if you just have like a, a question that doesn't need like immediate attention, um, you can always, uh, you know, shoot me a tweet and, uh, I will, uh, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll get back to you eventually. Me. About it, because <laughs> if you ask me on the, on the server, I'm probably going to completely miss it again, like I was saying. But Derek, do you have anything else you want to add to everything? All this discussion? Um, no, because that was pretty much my playtime, running around that city and building it. I yeah. just, I know, I got really inspired, and my my uh, creativity kicked in really good when I figured out the whole lighting issue. Yeah, I just went around like things I already built. I had, like ripped down and redid them. Just I remember on Friday we were um, talking about wrapping up the sections we were doing and about how we are going to launch them before Sunday and all that kind of stuff. And I was telling the guys, you guys uh, might hate me, but we have a lot more to do. <laughs> and Derek's like, oh, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I love Let's doing. Do I love building. <laughs> so all those hours you just spent, uh, that's only a faction of whatever. I'm, I'm asking you of, of you right now. <laughs> but anyway... So that's what we have for this week's play. We don't have a zombie's mouth. We don't have a creeper's corner. Uh, Dan can't get online. His computer took a dump. And creeper corner, or I mean zombie's mouth, there's pretty much no news. We do have a pixelated genius, and we're going to get into that right now. Real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Lava Griefer. Mr. Lava Griefer! Only you are willing to block someone's house in with a waterfall of lava. Set that house on fire! You think it's okay to die ten times just to grief someone for one kill. So totally worth it! And here we are in the Pixelated Genius, your Real YouTube Pixelated videos. Genius. 
Minecraft <laughs> Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion Imperial City. The name says it all. This is an amazing build. Someone took a lot of time to screenshot, map out, and reproduce the Imperial City in, in Oblivion and recreate it. it. It's brilliant, really. You guys' thoughts? It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. They kept it pretty much true to form. It's just, uh, I wonder how long it took them to do that. This yeah, is I've the been, tower. Is... Hmm. Fred. I've been playing Oblivion lately, so when I saw this video, I just had to put it in the show notes because it just looked amazing. It looks exactly like the cinematic when you first start Oblivion. Yeah. Um, alright, the creator is Epic Quests with a Z. And that's, that's not the first video we featured from them. Um, the second video is New York City and Minecraft. Map download with a map download link. Uh, not quite New York, but it has some nice skyscrapers built into Minecraft. A lot of them were, it doesn't have the correct outliners like that, but the buildings were very, very New Yorkish and pretty much on par. Yeah, the lighting at night on those things are, are pretty, pretty That nice. was the thing I was going to bring up, though, was the lighting was the impressive part. They did mm-hmm. the lighting correctly, and like I was saying earlier, lighting makes the build. Very impressive. Um, Fred, anything you want to say on that? Yeah, I was really impressed by the skyscrapers that they built, but when I was watching the video, I was like, this doesn't look like New York. Mm-mm. And it was and done... They were trying to claim that. yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't accurate, but it was still a good try. Uh, the creator is Z L A Z Z E Z, and we have. I wanted to. I saw these when we were just messing around before the show, <laughs> and they were quite funny. It's a series of videos that merge Minecraft with real life. They are. It's a must-see series done by Square Freaks. Um, oh my God, I love these. Hunter for Enderman was or hunting for Enderman was really funny. It was really good. Bloody Revenge was my favorite. They're all less than one minute long, but they are very worth watching. And that was done by Square Freaks. I, I tried watching the other Enderman one he did, the the Enderman in real life. That actually made me jump out of my skin a little bit. <laughs> really? <laughs> it reminded me of my first time ever seeing an Enderman, and yeah, I love these. Oh, they, they had a really, really quick one with um, an iron golem protecting the villagers. That one was hilarious. <laughs> Some guy had a machine gun and was, was gunning down villagers. And then and there comes the the golem beats on him. It's pretty funny. Anyway, well worth watching. And we're going to go ahead. I'm not going to do the bumper for this one because we're going to get right into it. Just one email. This is our block party segment. Um, and the email number one is from Cormac. So the only email, really. This is a long email. And I'm going to have... I can read it. Dave, read it. Yeah. All right. This comes from Cormax, as you said. It says, greetings, QGNA, team, staff. The A is for awesome. I've been here for less than two weeks, and I'm love- already loving the RPG server and QGN in general. I've decided to write this email with a few things that I have thought of since joining the community here, and I hope you guys will like or answer. The first thing is that I was kind of sad that for the build-off server being turned off. Being I hadn't had a chance to join in on its glorious fun yet, even though I stink at building. But sadly, it had been shut off. But wait! 
being that the RPG server has reached a lot of attention, received a lot of attention with all of its many zones and missions, I had an idea. I believe Widget said no to the idea of player-created dungeons in the RPG server due to possible-slash-inevitable grief problems that would ensue. But, coming from many other servers, I've noticed that player-created content was probably the best stuff I've seen anywhere. So here is my idea for you all. Using the build-off server in a flatland seed, maybe 50 or more blocks deep, would you could create a challenge that would last however long it should have for players uh, to build a new zone for the RPG server. Since we can't use command blocks, players could build three zones and put up signs that would state what kind of missions should be there. And have you, QG and That's Gods, look their zones, build. not three zones, their zones. Oh, I'm sorry. Their zones. Yeah, yeah it was spelled odd, so... Their zones and put up signs that would state what kind of missions should be there. And have you QGN gods look through them and see if you like any of them to be the winner of the challenge. If it was simple enough, copy and paste the zone into the RPG server, saving you time from having to build it yourself. All that would be left is the task of writing the missions and creating the bosses. Thoughts? Yeah, let's stop right here for right now. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, copy and pasting from server to server is impossible. Doesn't yeah, work that I, way. I, I wish. <laughs> However, yeah, I do yeah. kind of like his idea for a build-off like that, for his own ideas. I mean, if we get into a rut where we are having issues that we don't have anything planned further, but we want to build something more, I think this is a, vi- a viable idea. Yeah, I, I like the idea of you know, just uh, something just to, to whet our appetites. And we can assign some kind of little prize in game or something for the winner, like five thousand XP or something. <laughs> Naming a boss after them. Yeah, or that too. Yeah, definitely. And maybe getting them involved in the actual creation of the actual server or yeah. the actual zone. Yeah. So Putting I like their that head idea. up on the wall in the spawner area. <laughs> <laughs> um. How about number two? Yep, I will get in number two. Says, my second idea is for another class for the RPG server. After playing tons of Guild Wars over the years, my favorite class was the Dervish. Their main weapon was a scythe and had enchantment powers of healing or area of effect damage. If it could be possible to have a class that would use a hoe tool as its main weapon along with some AoE damage dealing skills and could have armor of chain mail and or leather, or better yet, have have the hoe for them only. Deal AoE damage as if it could hit more than one mob within a one block radius centered on the player. You know, damage reduced to compensate for AoE. Any thoughts? Um, I like this idea, but the problem is how I, I built a class system. If I was to add a class like this, I would have to add three more to compensate for balance. Um... I mean, I like the idea. Unfortunately, I cannot do melee AoE. That's impossible to write into Minecraft. Yeah, because that's actually based on how the weapons and, and yeah. tools work in-game. Unfortunately, that would be something I could not do. I like the idea behind it, and if I do decide to add more classes in the future, like more hero classes or whatever, that could be definitely something I could look into. Um, I've actually considered doing combination-based hero classes. So instead of it being group-specific, like warriors... Priests, mages, do a combination like in order to create a dervish, for instance, you need to have a dark light knight at 50, you have to have a priest at 50, you have to have a mage at 50. 
And then That'd be cool. with those combined, you can, you can then unlock the dervish or something similar to that. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely definitely food for thought later in the future. Thank you. He wraps up by saying, that is all the ideas I have and thought it would be neat to share with you all. Feel free to shoot them down or contort them as to your own ideas as well. And again, that's from coming from uh, Cor- Cormax. Well, buddy, your ideas were read on the air, so we couldn't steal them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, great ideas, and we actually might be doing something with them in the future. All righty, and the QGN news, Fred. Okay, first up for QGN news is our record times. We always record Minecraft off the record at 7 p.m. on Sundays. It's the only show on the network that we currently record live at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. Adrenaline games on Wednesdays. Elder Scrolls off the record records on Thursdays. The Quest Legion records on Fridays. And Dungeon Crawler records on Saturdays sometimes. <laughs> the QGN Community Cast just released episode 11 this week. Tune into that. Well, right now, like Dungeon Crawler is going to more of a bi-weekly schedule based on content until things yeah, pick we- up for them a little bit more. So expect a show at least every other every other week right now for them. Dave, you're the lead on that one, so I mean, I didn't mean Yeah, to- I, I, that's exactly right. Our mm-hmm. only thing holding us back on that show is content. Yeah, Dave called me the other night. He's like, you know, we could do like a 20-minute show or just do it every other week and have a good show every other week. I was like, it's your call, and I'm glad he made the right call on it. Yeah. You know, I really wish, I I really do wish that we had the content to give people a full show every week. It's just how much content can you give off of two Twitter posts? Yeah, not much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. I like that Joe's like, it's his call. I'm just glad that he made the right decision. (laughs) (laughs) Cut on that. Alrighty. Our five star review shout outs. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last part, Fred. Sorry. I was just going to say that we had Ivarwin on episode 11 of the QGN Community Cast, and that's live now. Should be on iTunes anytime now. Oh, nice. Alright, Bowbender. Five star review shout outs, sir. From the USA, we have Scooter138, Big Cat918, LXG Golf, Lisa R, and from Canada, we have Alex Y. Thanks for sending them in. Keep them coming. Our final thoughts. I'm going to be back to server, making the server better every day of every week. Yep, that's my life. And a huge, huge, huge thanks to Captain PS and, in particular, to Day Day. Thank you, guys. And Fred. Awesome. I'm looking forward to getting into our RPG server again this week and playing some more Minecraft. I'm actually going to try to do an addition on a McDonald's on a regular server this week. And as soon as the show's over, I'm going to get back to uploading my update to the QGN host mod. <laughs> nice. And Dave. I just want to thank Arjun and Joe for being my minions this week. Arjun <laughs> for building my bases, structures, and Joe for being my minion and building my quests. You're welcome, Master. <laughs> <laughs> and Bowbender? I want to 
try. <laughs> I say it. I say it last week. I say it this week. I try to get some more time in in game with you guys. Uh, I feel a little left out helping out with you guys. Well, you are left server. out. I'm just saying. <laughs> What's that? You are left out. I'm just saying. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. It's all good. I I know. Um, <laughs> but again. Awesome work, guys! On the on the everything that's been added so far, it's just amazing what you guys have done and made Minecraft. In, well, it's not Minecraft really anymore, but what you've made the server into. It's just cool checking out all the things that it actually does contain now, even from last week. Um, the brokering, the dragons, the new wor- the new areas. It's just fantastic what you guys have came up with, and uh, I'm really proud to be on the show and. Uh, and uh, happy that uh, you guys have done so much. And Derek. Well, I'd just like to say thank you to Joe for uh, playing along with me, allowing Dave to thank you for his opinions. <laughs> um, but uh, seriously, uh, I had a lot of fun this week, and, and I'm uh, anxious to get back and uh, continue on. Beautiful. All righty, guys. That is our end of our show, um, How to Reach Us. QuestGamingNetwork.com is our main site for everything Quest Gaming Network related. MinecraftFileTheRecord.com is our website for our show and our servers. You can go there and find all the information about our servers. And soon on that site will be the um, the guide, the the link to the music soundtrack, and the story. Hopefully in the next week or two. Uh, MinecraftOffTheRecord at gmail.com is this show's email, which is everything that you guys... Want to send us for show content, for being right on the air, things of that nature. Um, if you want to be added to the whitelist, report server issues, report bugs, go to mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. You can visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com. In-game, I am Widget, W-I-G-I-T. Fred is Vimerce, V-E-M-E-R-C-E. Dave is Dwim Terry, D-W-M-T-E-R-Y. Dan is Boontini, B-O-O-N-T-I-N-I. Bowbender is Bowbender. Arjun is Origin. <laughs> A-R-R-A-J-I-N. And our Twitter accounts. This show's Twitter account, where you can see all of our updates on the server, you can see all of our, when we're getting ready to record a show, you name it, is at Minecraft O-T-R. My personal Twitter is at author J.R. Wilson. Fred's is at Sith Lord Corv, K-O-R-V. Dave is at D-Enforce, D-I-E-N, FORCE! <laughs> Snap into a D-Enforce! <laughs> <laughs> Dan is at Boone underscore Teeny. Bowbender is at Bowbender1. Derek is at Subproda, S-U-B-P-R-O-T-A. Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network. Keep on building, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Good night, everyone. Have a great one, y'all. See y'all later. Watch out for chickens. <laughs>